Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, it is indeed time to tap into the truth. Once again, this is your host, Tim Tapp, coming to you live from historic Roan County, Tennessee. And today we're going to be joined by Dr. Sharon Schutz. I want to welcome her once again for coming back to the show. She's been with us before. Uh, At that point in time, uh, things were just about to get started at Lady Patriots, which has been an excellent website so far. I love reading the articles now. And she recently wrote an article on today's main topic, that, of course, being social media versus conservatism. Uh, Sharon, thanks for joining us again. Thank you for having me. It's always a a pleasure to have you on here, and I really enjoy reading your articles in particular. Uh, The particular article in question, though, we're talking about primarily Facebook in this issue, but it has undoubtedly been – commonplace for, to a lesser extent, Twitter and a couple of other uh, social media sites, if they don't already lean heavily liberal, then we've had this pressure. I'm not real sure what the source of the pressure is, but if you'd like to, go ahead and tell us a little bit about the article. Well, um, it's actually the fourth of a series of articles that I've written on Facebook. The first one was... uh, basically dealing with conservatives and and Facebook issues. My partner um, and friend, Julia, uh, had her Facebook page taken down, and she had to take it down a second time, uh, and they told her that it was because somebody tried to hack in, which was not true. But anyway, um, we started discovering through that how many people were having their pages shut down. And so uh, I just started doing articles every time people would send me information about what was going on. And this last one was done uh, when I finally had enough stuff sent to me. I said, I have to write it. And it was when um, Uncle Sam's misguided children had their site shut down. Uh, They had uh, 600,000 Facebook fans, and they just shut their site down, you know, with no warning. They, they They had actually put a picture up. Uh, about Islam 
that, that Facebook didn't like because they seem to lean towards more, you know, Islam, and they don't like it when people say something bad about them. And that tends, I think, a lot of times to be the biggest thing. Uh, you can go on Facebook and you can look up uh, any kind of cuss word, uh, any kind of thing, and you're going to find porn. You're going to find, you know, all this stuff. So the things that they're actually shutting people down for, uh, they allow it on the other side. That they don't like it when, you know, when they, they say that a picture's bad and uh, and they shut the site down when it's something that they don't agree with politically. I think it's right. the biggest factor. It, so that's what led to the article. Right. It, it seems like from what I've seen to this point, too, that it if you deal with – the issue of Islam, or if you deal with the issue of abortion, those are the two right. hot buttons that will get you hammered the fastest and the hardest. Mm-hmm. Is, exactly. Is that would you? All right. Well, uh, in involved with uh, Uncle Sam's misguided children, I, I've heard some folks uh, kind of uh, talk back a little bit, playing devil's advocate that, that he liked to show racy pictures with some of the stuff. Some of the comments mm-hmm. were. Uh, kind of uh, degrading towards women, but that set aside, there are certainly sites on there that are, as you said, are right at the cusp of pornographic that they have no real issue with that people will will report on a regular basis, and those sites haven't went anywhere. They just evidently get right. complete warnings. I saw during this that you actually spoke to one of the administrators on the site. Yes, uh-huh, Rick. Uh, I called him. Uh, we had somebody, you know, change numbers for us, and, and I talked to him the day, uh, the, the morning, I think, that they took it down. They took it down and then put it back up 24 hours later, and then left it up for, I think, close to 24 hours and took it down a second time, And uh, which was real surprising that they put it back up even, but... Um, yeah, and, and I talked to him about the racy pictures and things. But let me let me tell you, this is the way I look at it. Now, like I'm a you know I'm a preacher and I'm a Christian, and I really don't uh, like some of the things that they put on there. But it's like you know it's not pornographic to the degree that other sites are. And what I mean is, I I uh, the first time I, I liked them, I, I liked them and and uh, I clicked their like button and. And I was looking at my wall one day, and I saw these pictures of these women go by. They didn't have a whole lot on. I mean, they were covered, but they didn't have a lot on. And I'm like, what is that? And I went to their site. I saw what it was. And you know what I did? I unliked them. And that way, I didn't have that stuff on my wall. And, and the, you know, it's, it's not a question of the racy pictures. Yes, it's, you know, he has his own thing, and he does his own thing, and they do their own thing. But that's not the point. The point is, if they come after him, they're going to come after us next. If they take him down, right. and it's, it's not that they're doing something wrong. It's not the racy pictures. You know, we can we can look at, well, I don't agree with them. They're, you know, they believe in, in, in this or they believe in that, and I don't believe in that. So, we, you know, it's good that they're gone. But the reality is, just like in, in uh, Nazi Germany, you know, they went after one group, then they went after the next group, then they went after the next group, and then they came after the last one, and there was nobody left. And that's what we're dealing right. with now if we don't all pull together and say something and do something. Even though we might not agree with one another. And believe me, I still haven't, I don't, I don't let those racy pictures on my wall. But he deals with a group. He deals with people that like it. He's got 600,000 people. I don't like the stuff, and it doesn't go on my wall. 
I'm not going to sit around and say, well, good, they're gone because I don't like what they do. You know, and, and it's, you know, they're not, like I said, they're certainly not pornographic. They put a lot of news and stuff up. And, uh, you know, and so I'm not going to judge what they do. I'm judging what Facebook is doing to all of us because we're conservative. We can sit around and we can look at each other and we can, we can you know, point our finger at each other and say, well, I don't agree with you. You're not conservative enough. You don't pray this way. The reality is if we don't get that stuff out of the way and become one voice for our country, our country doesn't stand a chance. And that's what this is all about. It's not about liking or disliking one group or another or what they do. And we're conservatives. We have a conservative voice, whether we're Tea Party, whether we're whatever we are. We're conservatives. And we need to fight for our country. And that is done by voicing our opinion and sharing information. And we might not like the package sometimes, but the information is real and there are people that do like the package. So that's kind of where I feel on that. I mean, I don't like it. I completely agree with what you're saying, Ed, but you hit upon the simple point that we can't seem to get most liberals to understand, and that is if you see something uh, on television or you hear something on the radio and you don't like it, you can change the station, and it's the same thing here. That's exactly what you did. You went back and you unliked it so you didn't have to see something that you didn't uh, like on your wall, but you weren't out here calling for an end to it. That's something right. that still honors free speech, but a lot of liberals are like, if you don't agree with us, you just have to be silenced. You have to go away. Mm-hmm. And I brought up those racy pictures. That was obviously part of the excuse on the terms of use agreement that uh, Facebook mm-hmm. tried to use. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's e- even playing devil's advocate there where, oh, well, you've done this and that violated the rules. Well, like I said before, there's a ton of pages and communities on there that are, quote, adult-oriented where exactly. you know, I, I haven't seen very much of Uncle Sam's misguided children site before they pulled it down. I, I had heard of it. So I'm not real familiar with exactly what's on there, but I do know what I've seen from other stuff. And occasionally somebody will – It's most of my Facebook time, uh, my walls loaded with a lot of my friends. And then some of the community stuff is mostly news-oriented because I like to hit that, and then I like to share the things I think some people would find interesting. But at the same time, I know probably more than half of the people on my list aren't hitting those links because – they don't want to look at it, and it's just that simple. There is no call for Facebook to do this. So during the course of all these different uh, articles that you've written and looking into the background on these stories, is this just a case of Facebook being ultra-liberal, or are they being pressured from outside sources? Well, I was looking uh – my, my partner sent me some information on this uh, Forward US, which is FWD.US. It's mentioned in my last article. And as I was studying it, uh, I, I was looking at uh, the different uh, entrepreneurs, the different people that are on the board that are, you know, part of it. It's Microsoft. It's, uh, it's uh, LinkedIn. It's, uh, it's Google. I think Yahoo. All of the big ones, the big Internet companies are in this organization. Now, the organization is a legitimate, you know, 501c4, I think is what it is. 
uh, they're, you know, they're a political organization, and their focus is immigration. Um, they have very left-leaning ideas, left-leaning, you know, Microsoft and, you know, and, uh, and, and what they are, they're in the euthanasia. Uh, they have a, a very left-leaning political agenda, and uh, I think that it's all part of a bigger political package. There's uh, a few conservatives that work for Facebook. I've seen uh, some of their um, executives who have been involved in Republican um, elections and things, and so they do have some conservatives working there. But, but the majority of those that work for Facebook are left-leaning. They, you know, they don't want, like you said, abortion and, and certain t- topics uh, talked about too much. So let's, they'll let a limited amount of it, but they, you know, when it starts um, getting too deep or too too much information, it does seem to, page does seem to disappear. And there's a lot of conservative pages that are disappearing. And um, most of them I, I'm, I'm not aware of until after they're gone. So I, like you, I didn't get a chance. Like I said, the, uh, Uncle Sam's misguided children, I have become aware of because of, of uh, the woman who, who's one of the managers of uh, Breitbart um, that I wrote the, the, one of the articles about had told me about them. So I went and checked them out. And um, they do, they, they, you know, they deal with a lot of soldiers and Marines and stuff. So they're you know, focused on that. But a lot of them I haven't seen. So I don't know, but I do know that a lot of conservative pages are being taken down. And they're, they're with us, we, uh, four days after my third article came out, the one where we had the, uh, found a uh, Facebook executive had made herself a manager on one of the pages, and I wrote about that. And uh, four days later, uh, I woke up, turned my computer on, and there was a message on my wall, a warning that, you know, we, are, we were in trouble, that we had put a, a link to a picture of a decapitation on uh, on our, our Facebook page, and if we did it again, we were going to be taken down. We never did anything like that. I mean, we were totally, right. totally innocent, but we couldn't prove we were innocent. And you know, in this last article, one of the things that we that we you know talked about, uh, I found a moderator who was telling about if you get your page taken down or you get you know banned or whatever, um, they don't have real people that actually deal with this. It's all uh, algorithms. And so when you send an email to them and they have this email system set up back and forth, they don't really read those emails. They go into a, you know, just a big email file 13, and no human actually reads them. So you can get your page taken down or you can, you know, be banned from, from uh, posting like I was for seven days. And, you know, you send the email that they tell you to, you fill out the forms, and then they go into a file and nobody actually looks at them. So it's, it's really not a system that's set up for customer service, especially conservative customers. Well, it also seems to me that the pattern that I've been noticing, too, is once these conservative pages reach a certain footprint, you get Mm -hmm. so many likes, you've got so many fans, that's when they really start to pay attention to what you're doing, and it seems like that's about the time you start to get in trouble with these folks. Exactly. Uh, Unless, unless of course, you hit one of those uh, hot-button issues, and you hit it in what they deem to be a particularly offensive style. Right. All right uh, Sharon? Uh, uh, I don't know. It's just if this was an isolated case or if it was just happening to one or two people, it mm-hmm. you could say it was a fluke, but it's obviously a pattern here. 
And yeah, like you said, it's something that we need to be mindful of. But as a result of this, we're also seeing a influx of new social medias that are designed specifically for conservatives. And I understand that you're heavily involved in a new one. Yes. Uh-huh. It's called uh, PatriotSpace.com. And uh, a friend of mine um, was talking, I was talking to him about this. With all the Facebook articles, I keep seeing people comment, we need a new place, we need a new place. And there are some good places out there. There's some really wonderful ones. But some of them are limited by their name. Uh, there's people that won't go to something that's got Tea Party in it. Um, you know, and there's there's different ones, but um, he suggested that, you know, that he he put something together. So I helped him build it. I'm a, I'm a computer nut. And I helped him build it, and it's... Uh, it's called PatriotSpace.com, and we're uh, we're just having a good time. But we just really, you know, let everybody know it a couple of days ago, and uh, everybody's welcome. Um, just you know, come and, and join and get in the conversation and make a place at home. Well, I got to say, uh, I've been there. I've joined. Uh, you actually helped me get on. Uh, uh, my membership approved quickly over there, and I want to thank you for that. I've got you on the line. And uh, so far, I've enjoyed it uh, immensely. Uh, we do definitely need to get membership up a little more over there. It's a great site to this point, and I think any real conservative will enjoy spending some time over there. But at the same time, I also want to reiterate that we shouldn't be quick to abandon Facebook or Twitter or even MySpace as it's trying to revitalize itself uh, because those are places where we can still make our voices heard. And, and right. if we just up and if we just up and leave, then the bad guys win, and we, we shouldn't let that happen. But we need some place to go, recharge our batteries, and talk with like-minded people where we don't have to put up with the crap. So it's great to have these, and <laughs> I love that. Uh, while we're at it, if you want to read this particular article or any of the previous ones, or a lot of other great articles by some great conservative women, you want to shoot out your uh, Lady Patriots website address as well. Yes, it's www.lady-patriots.com. And uh, we have been actually in business seven weeks, and just in the month of June alone, we had 130,000 people on our site. I mean, we are growing so fast that it's just it's almost scary. <laughs> it's been great. Uh, it's- I gotta say, it's a great site, and the way the articles are written and the way the news is reported uh, – occasionally you'll have these articles that are slanted specifically towards women, which is kind of what you would expect with a name like Lady Patriots. But for the most part, it's just well-written, well-thought-out, well-documented information, and that's all you can hope for when you're looking for news out on the Internet. So I highly recommend it. I I enjoy it immensely. Well, before I let you go uh, – Care to chime in on the topic of the day, which of course is the uh, George Zimmerman verdict? Yes, uh, I, I've not followed the trial closely because I'm just so busy. But I stay on top of all of it, and I read our articles that go on our site, and uh, and I'm just thankful. I'm so thankful that that he was um, was not guilty. Found not guilty. I'm thankful that that those women were strong enough to stand up and do what was right. And I pray for him and for them, and I pray for our country because even now, if the president and and whatever are talking about retrialing, trying him at the federal level, and they're just 
you know, they're just really working hard to, to destroy things. And this this young man, whether he, you know, he's guilty or not, he's not. He doesn't deserve what they did or what they're doing to him, and what they're doing to the country. And it's the nation that's suffering as well as as this young man. But I just uh, I grieve for our nation and what's happening here. But I am so thrilled that he got found not guilty. All right. Well, again, thank you very much for coming on today, Dr. Schutz. Like I said, you have an open invitation, and there's an open forum. Anytime you've got something upcoming that you'd like to come on, you let me know, and we'll make it happen. Well, I thank you so much, Kim, and God bless, and you have an awesome afternoon. Same to you, ma'am. Thank you very much, and you have a great weekend. I hope to hear from you again soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Dr. Sharon Schutz. She is quite active politically, in case you've missed it, in uh, the effort to try and save our country from a complete and total meltdown. The loss of the Constitution is the most tragic thing that we could possibly face. We do have a few minutes left, so if you would like to call in in regards to either that or the George Zimmerman verdict, uh, feel free to give us a call. We do have a regular call-in number that is 347-426-3550, and we also have a toll-free number in case you want to take advantage of not having to pay for that call. That number is 888-287-5313. Now, in regards to the Zimmerman verdict, I have to agree with the doctor in so much as I'm very thankful that these women indeed stepped up and came back with a not guilty verdict because there was a lot of pressure on these people. And you know they went home and during this whole time that the trial was going on knowing what was at stake, the threats of violence and all this other stuff that reasonable people don't want to be responsible for. But in the end of the day, what they did is they went in, they listened to the evidence that was presented… And they came back with the only verdict that they really could have based on that evidence. Now, I don't know what happened that night, but I do know what was brought in as evidence. And most of the prosecution's star witnesses helped the defense. The bottom line was the police chief was fired because he refused to make an arrest, and he refused to do so because he made a stand… On law and order. He wasn't going to let the mob mentality determine how his office was going to behave. So he lost his job, and that's the only man who has not received justice to this point. No matter how you look at it, no matter how you feel about it, facts are facts, and the fact is, first and foremost, this is still supposed to be a nation of laws. And as long as we follow and obey those laws, and we stay focused on trying to provide justice for both parties involved, then things will work out one way or another. This should never have been a federal issue. There should have never been Justice Department taxpayer dollars spent on organizing and funding rallies to try and promote pro-Trayvon and anti-George Zimmerman mentality. And the fact that these protests occurred out in California, resulting in vandalism in Oakland in particular, 
Well, that shows you that these folks out there, they're not particularly interested in justice. They're just looking for an excuse to cause some trouble. I legitimately understand frustration about how the justice system seems to work if you are a pro-Trayvon Martin, sympathetic to him person. If you're in that camp, I get it. But this was not about race, and it never should have been about race. The fact that the media wanted to make it about race and the media wanted to stir stuff up, George Zimmerman should be suing MSNBC and NBC for editing those 911 calls that he made. All I can tell you is based on the evidence that was brought forth, there was absolutely no reason that this should have went to trial. There is a reason why in bringing this case to court, they skipped the grand jury process. Now, in most states, it's not even legal to bring a murder charge at any degree to court without an indictment from a grand jury. So I'm still not even really sure how they managed to do this. But ultimately, justice was served not in so much as any justice was delved out for Trayvon and the fact that that young man should not be dead. And he shouldn't be. But justice was served and protected for the rest of us in so much that these people did not give in to the pressures from outside. They didn't give in to the mob mentality because you can whip people up into a frenzy very easily. It's far harder to stand in the face of that frenzy and say, I'm going to do my job. Looking at how poorly the prosecution did in this particular case, I'm left halfway wondering – my conspiracy theory radar tips up here, so if this sounds a little tinfoil hatty to you, then I, please forgive me. But I can't help but wonder if maybe certain levels of our government wanted riots. I mean they spend the taxpayer dollars to get people whipped up into a frenzy to demand the arrest and a trial. They skip the grand jury. Why? Because there wasn't enough evidence to file the charge. What evidence did exist supports Zimmerman's claim of self-defense, and even if Zimmerman was the instigator verbally… Unless he physically prevented Trayvon from going on, heading to the house, then there was no set of circumstances where Trayvon didn't leave any level of innocence on his own part behind. The only way that this is not self-defense is if it was Trayvon defending himself and got the better. But again, I wasn't there, and I don't know, and I don't want to play into theories. I want to talk about the evidence, and the people that were on this jury looked at the evidence that was presented, and they didn't have a choice. So don't be mad at the jurors. Don't be mad at the white people three blocks down from the courtroom. Don't be mad at me for sitting here and telling you the truth about how it is. 
If you don't like the way the laws are in Florida or any other state, you get together and you get an action committee and you start working on creating new laws. You change the laws. But remember, the minute that our jury system doesn't give the accused the benefit of the doubt, the minute we stop stacking the deck in favor of the accused is the minute the government just comes over and runs over every last civil liberty and any other liberty that you might think you have or are entitled to. The fact that uh, this isn't done and the Justice Department is going to look into civil rights violations… I hate to break it to you folks, but civil rights are supposed to be a universal thing for everyone, and that's not a race thing either. Every step of the way, the media has tried to convince you that George Zimmerman is some white guy, and the rest of us are just a bunch of crackers, and well, there's something terribly wrong here. What is wrong is the fact that this got blown out of proportion, and there should have been no level of federal involvement, and there still should be no level of federal involvement in this case. The media is guilty in this case, and they are guilty of journalistic malpractice. If anyone should be held accountable, and if anybody else should be seeking justice, it should be against the media. And I would also extend perhaps a little bit to the Justice Department for trying to whip things up. The way they have. It's a misuse of our federal taxpayer dollars, and the Justice Department is supposed to be working for justice for everyone. Unfortunately, that does mean sometimes the bad guys get off. It's a flawed system. It's not perfect, but it's still the best system that exists anywhere else in the world. And if it's you or your husband, your wife, your daughter, your son that's sitting there as the accused, you're going to be thanking your lucky stars that the system still works this way. The state had no evidence to prove anything beyond a reasonable doubt. The instance of self-defense seemed pretty straightforward. So… I understand being angry. I understand being frustrated, but remember we have to stay calm, and if you really want to work on race relations, that starts with you. You have to decide to let go of the anger. You have to let go of the past, and you have to remember the past, but let go of the anger that goes with it and move forward to a positive conclusion. You've got plenty of people of all different colors in this country that are willing to work with you to bring equality across the board. Ladies and gentlemen… Today's show is only 30 minutes, and that means my time is up. I want to thank everybody for listening in today. I also want to thank Dr. Sharon Such for coming back on with us one more time. Great lady, great writer. Please spend some time. Head over to the Lady Patriots. Also check out patriotspace.com. And while you're at it, remember teapartycommunity.com. I'm still active there, and I love those guys too. Have a great Sunday, everybody. Goodbye.